and it wasn't even the cause of loss, but that's what I knew to do. That's what I knew to do is I got there and I started inspecting and I didn't have all the information and all the knowledge. So it's not like I'm just, I just happen to be good at this. No, it took work. It took education. It took asking a lot of questions. And so, so, you know, when it came time, when I realized I couldn't play out on the water anymore, I had to kind of focus in. And so I went back to my first love, which is insurance. And I've always loved it. I've loved the way that it works. I love the concept behind it. It's just something that I understood, but I wasn't really wanting to get into sales. And so I got into claims. special claims game podcast today that's not your normal claims game podcast this one's a shortened version because we're making an introduction it's the first time we're introducing our first cca coach that's right i'm vince perry the commercial claims advocate and we have the commercial claims academy basically where we're talking about public adjusting and we have our first coach jeremy lavelle and i'm so excited to introduce jeremy jeremy's the owner of remedy claims he's been a public adjuster for a long time he's been an adjuster for probably just over 10 years now and this guy is smart he knows about claims Claims. He knows about negotiation. He knows about construction, and he's going to be an amazing addition to the commercial claims advocate staff. So I hope you enjoy this nice introduction of Jeremy Lavelle, and hope that you can get coached by him. And you're going to be seeing a lot more of him on this show as well. So enjoy, Jeremy. Let's take it off. Welcome to the Claims Game Podcast with Vince Perry. Get all the tips you need from insurance claim advocates and professionals and grow your public adjusting career to the next level. And now the commercial claims advocate, Vince Perry. Okay, we have a very, very, very special, special episode of the Claims Game podcast today. Some of you have probably seen this gentleman before because he's very, very involved with Commercial Claims Advocate. And it's because he's been so loyal, so supportive, so excited about what we're doing here at Commercial Claims Advocate. It's why we're having him on the show, because we are introducing the one the only Jeremy Lavelle as one of our official CCA coaches, CCA pros, CCA consultants, whatever you want to call it. We'll call him a coach right now. But Jeremy is excited and has taken the time to come on as one of our official coaches. And we're, go- we're just doing this quick show, Claims Game Podcast, to really introduce Jeremy so that you can get to know him a little bit better. And we'll get into a little bit of what he's going to be doing with us uh, throughout his new and exciting tenure at CCA. So Jeremy, welcome to the show. Listen up, advocates, whether you're a public adjuster, contractor, or an attorney, if you have a client that has suffered any kind of catastrophic loss, whether that be by fire or storm or just any catastrophic loss that requires your client to have to move out and incur ALE and loss of use coverage, you need to think about looking at Black Diamond Services. This is an incredible idea for a service that I think is extremely valuable and I've actually personally used uh, for my clients myself. Basically, what they do is they provide all of the necessary money that needed as needed to be done for the homeowner uh, to go and move to another place, whether that be a hotel or another home or whatever it is, they basically bill through their insurance policies, loss of use coverage, and basically they provide financial assistance so that the insured never has to incur any out-of-pocket expenses. It's an amazing service. I love the people at Black Diamond Services, especially Millie Varela. If you just contact her and contact Black Diamond Services, I'm telling you, they're going to take care of your climate clients like you wouldn't believe. I personally have 
a client who suffered a fire damage and had to use their ALE coverage and all we did was refer them to Black Diamond, our clients did not have to come out of pocket a single penny. Black Diamond provided all of the financial um, uh, money and they provided the actual location for the homeowner to stay. Amazing service. Contact Black Diamond Services today so you could find out more information for yourself. Hey, thanks, Vance. I appreciate it. I'm, I, you know, I watch it every week. A longtime listener, first time guest or second time <laughs> guest, maybe. <laughs> um, it's great to be on the show. And I mean, and, and of course, all the things that you're doing for the industry that help elevate the industry and not just elevate it, unite it. And I think that that is probably one of the biggest things that I see that Commercial Claims Advocate does is it really does unite um, public adjusters, because we have so many common struggles out there, right? And things constantly change. They're changing fast. Even Florida. I mean, just July 1st came and went, boom, all the laws are different, you know, and we and we have to change the way we approach things. And that's why uh, organizations like Commercial Claims Advocate are so crucial in our careers. I don't care how long you've been, how you how long you've been, uh, you know, working claims or you've worked in the uh, insurance claims industry. I mean, education is a huge part to stay on top of it. In fact, most states require us to go to continue our education. They want us to to continue uh, to to be continually learning. And so, what a great opportunity and what a great organization to be a part of. I am really excited. Yeah, I mean, we're excited to bring you on too because, frankly, um, you're a very, very smart person, super, super smart. And I realize that I have to surround myself with very smart people, and you are one of those. And bringing you on is very exciting, but not so much that. I mean, like everything that you just said now is exactly how you are. It's exactly how you really act. Like you really, really believe in what we're trying to do, elevating the industry uh, stronger together. And you having you on while I do the course. It's just super helpful and super valuable. You know, having you speaking at our events, having you now taking on a lot of the students and members of CCA to help them throughout the claims process. Because frankly, I've had countless amounts of conversations with you about actual claims. And you have just like blown my mind with some of the things that you know, with some of your ways of persuasion, with some of your ways of presenting the claim that is really unique, I think, to the industry, which is another reason why I'm so excited to, to bring you on. Well, strategy is crucial. You know, when you start talking about strategy, I, I mean, when I walk into a loss, that's one of the things that I first look at is what is the pathway? What, what is going to be our path? And I hate to use the word victory, but I'm going to. But I mean, really, the word should be what's the pathway to the rightful to the rightful conclusion of this claim? We've, we've got a bona fide claim. We've got a bona fide loss. What is the way? How are we going to use this product we call an insurance policy? to to help us you know help you know curb the financial responsibility or the financial the financial problem that uh that an insurance loss creates and so it's it's crucial to know how to do that and i'm just glad that because i honestly believe that if that if we were doing everything that we if we're doing everything that we can do i mean i my goal is to work myself out of a career you know what I'm saying? I mean, that would be awesome if I could say, yeah, I used to be a public adjuster, but we don't need those anymore. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I never heard it actually said that way. So that's pretty cool. You know, and so that's what I'm doing. I, and I've got to be honest with you and I can't do it alone. And so as we begin to develop this new talent, I mean, it becomes very, very crucial to me. The company that I run right now is uh, Remedy Claims Consulting. And one of our core values, and Vince and I, you 
we we go back and forth on core values all the time and how crucial and important they are. But one of our core values is education. And so this fits right into my core values as, as far as what we do. And the other one, another one is empower. And I can't tell you how uncomfortable it is when you don't have the knowledge and you're going into a situation where you have other people's lives, literal lives in your in your hands and your outcome is crucial to what happens next for them. And, and if we don't know what happens next and we can't help control and direct that narrative, what happens next to them could be even more catastrophic than the one they're living in right now. And so it's really important that we go at this thing with a lot of knowledge, a lot of research and a lot of understanding and commercial claims advocate is the way that we get that done. And I am so excited to get it done that way. Do you see people? Do you see why we brought him on? Can you just see it? You could feel it, can't you? Jeremy, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background and, and sort of what you're bringing to the table? Okay. So interestingly enough, I stepped into the insurance world on the agent side of thing. I was not my own agent. I mean, in Texas, if you have a license to sell insurance, you're called an agent. Okay. So I didn't have like, you know, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't the primary face of the agency. I was just a guy that worked in an office. And um, I was sitting there and I was making my my life insurance phone calls, you know, just burning through the phones. And and I, you know, I'd make a make make 50 phone calls in a day because I am not Mr. Phone. If I can give I mean, 50 is hyperbolic. I'll just be honest with you. And then you and then you settle and you set the appointment and you're like, oh, yeah, I'll come in after work. And you're sitting there at 530. Everybody else has gone home and you're waiting on your life appointment and uh, they don't show up. <laughs> So <laughs> what I did is I started scheduling uh, appointments at their at their uh, at their place of business. And I showed up and I realized that they didn't only need life insurance. They needed health insurance. They needed the property and casualty insurance. They needed all this. So I started working basically as a small business specialist and I did really well. And um, I left the insurance world to go start my own business. And I got into extreme sports and I opened up a a specialty retail shop that basically, um, you know, catered to skateboarders. And this is back in the early 2000s and stuff. And um, I always kept a close touch on insurance. I was uh, a good friend of mine was uh, the State Farm agent in town. And so we always would talk and bounce stuff off of each other. I actually sold um securities. I had my securities license uh, for the agency that I worked with. And anyway, so as we kind of kept a close touch in that extreme sports pathway, I actually got into professional wakeboarding. I competed. I did. um, It was, and and I spent a bunch of time in Orlando and Tampa. In fact, Vince, I lived for a year in Auburndale. I lived in a house right off of a lake in Auburndale. Um, and I spent a bunch of time in Florida. And uh, as that thing was coming to a close, mainly because my knees couldn't keep up anymore, right before I turned 40, um, I blew my right knee. I just blew my car- my my cartilage on the end of my knee looked like a bunch of crab meat. It was terrible. And Vince, I know you can get this as, you know, when you're an athlete, I mean, the war of attrition is something that everybody fights. And so when it came time, when I realized I couldn't play out on the water anymore, I had to kind of focus in. And so I went back my first love, which is insurance. And I've always loved it. I've loved the way that it works. I love the concept behind it. It's just something that I understood, but I wasn't really wanting to get into sales. And so I got into claims and this is 2012, I guess. And uh, I got into claims and uh, I went out as an independent adjuster. 
and got my tail in kicked. And the reason I got my tail in kicked is I didn't know anything. I hadn't even passed the test yet. It was an emergency license. I worked a hurricane. And uh, which one? Sandy. Mm. And uh, I got out there. I slept in my truck, you know. Um, And the reason I slept in my truck is not because I didn't have money. I had plenty of money. I slept in my truck because it was three hours in and out. You couldn't get gas. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it was a fiasco of a situation. And I couldn't get to any kind of storm center. I couldn't get any help. And so basically I just packed my bags, not really even working a full claim. I I packed my bags and came home, but I would not be deterred, Vince. I would not be deterred. You know, that was just round one of many rounds to come. So I picked myself up off the mat. I got myself some training and I went in as an independent adjuster. And working as an independent adjuster, everybody will tell you it's feast or famine. And it's hard to find that firm that's going to keep you busy all the time. So I trying to keep myself busy. I started I started knocking on roofers doors going, hey, uh, you know, I know how to use Xactimate. And at the time, that's all they wanted is they didn't even I didn't even have to be good at estimating. They just knew that they had to get their estimates into Xactimate. And then I started kind of applying some of the stuff that I learned. And I started calling up desk adjusters and and going, well, you know, if it's there, then you have to pay for it. And one of the very first things I fought over was starter row. And I'm like, I have a picture of starter row right here. You have to pay for. And that was the very first argument that I ever had with a desk adjuster kind of on this side of the table. And when I won, I still had deployed other, you know, I was winning these, this starter row argument kind of across the board. And then I started looking at all of these other things. And then I was, I was evaluating the field adjusters estimates and how really bad they were. Cause I took it very seriously. I wanted a good, honest, accurate estimate. And I realized they were leaving stuff off and And so I went back out on storm working for a smaller firm and uh, was continuing to do that and coming back and working for roofers. And, and, and then I just realized that that side of the table, I was always an advocate for the insured, even as an independent adjuster, I always had an eye towards coverage and we were incentivized to, to be quite honest with you, because it was based on the size of the claim is how much money we made. So I was happy to write a great, big, huge, fat estimate. That didn't bother me at all. That's why I investigated so deeply and, and looked at things. I'll never forget the first time I turned into my storm supervisor, the fact that I wanted to take, um, take, take the bricks off the outside of the house to remove and replace the house wrap. He's like, no, we can't do that. He goes, he goes, how do you know it's damaged? I said, because I cut it out and I can see that it's damaged. And I took a picture of, oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. What are you doing? What are you doing? Now they have to take all this. And I was like, aren't they supposed to? Aren't they supposed to? I mean, this is a loss. This is why people what. And I was mystified. And then it began to open up to me that no insurance carriers didn't like to do that. And I was like, well, that's not what these people paid for. Right. And so I made the gradual, the, you know, it was, I, I thought about it for a long time because I was honestly scared about getting business to be perfectly honest with you. That's what made me nervous is having to go out and get enough business to keep my family fed. And that's why I took a long time at it. But finally I just took the plunge and became a public adjuster. And here we are on your podcast. Nice, nice. And, uh, and I think you really flourished in the role. I mean, you've been a public adjuster for quite some time now and, you know, going back and forth and in a, in a tough state, I might add. It's not easy. Yeah. 
It is not easy. I mean, they will they will fight you on continuous paint. They will fight you on texture. All that. I mean, the some of the things that they fight me on, I'm just always just sort of baffled with. And a lot of times, I come to you, and I'm just like, "What do you think of this?" They're fighting me on this, and you you find a way to give me some really cool argument or just way of just telling them um, to to actually convince them to to pay it, and it works most of the time. You know, every time we we go back and forth with this, you always come up with something clever, and I'm just like, "Man, that was awesome." Use that. I, you know, I, I've, I've actually got to give credit to one guy, uh, and it's Steve Patrick. And, and there's this one. I mean, Steve, if you want to know how to negotiate, go read his book. Get into one of his classes. I mean, he is probably one of the most. First of all, he's a great teacher. Do you know what I'm saying? But he also understands this. And he ha- he taught me this one thing. I was actually sitting at a table at lunch with him, and he looks at me. He goes, "Ask them this one question." That's interesting. How did you arrive at that conclusion? And it's funny. And then just sit back and listen. And I learned. And so I learned negotiating through asking through interview, asking questions, asking questions. And I'll tell you, I have yet to meet an adjuster, a desk adjuster that doesn't love to show how smart he is. Right. So getting them to talk is not a hard thing to do. And I and, and, and that's and that's and that's really the secret. And it's like, it's interesting because if you can't tell me how you got to this conclusion, because I can, I can tell you how I got to mine, but right. you can't tell me how you got to yours. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, we had a podcast with Steve Patrick also, and he is the whole podcast is about the art of persuasion and about doing that. And you always done, you do a really, really good job with that. And it's great when we bring you on the course, you teach all the students, all that stuff. And they're always just like, oh, wow. It's like such a simple question like that uh, is it just goes so far, you know? Yes. Dalton loved my OMP argument. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, he loved the OMP argument. Uh, and it's and it's like, I'm not telling you that everything I tell you is going to automatically right. make the desk adjuster win. So please, if you're listening to this, there's no magic bullets. It's just like sometimes you just have to get off the phone. Um, I mean, I had a desk adjuster tell me he wasn't going to approve something because he would get dinged by it. Dinged? Dinged. Yeah. Dinged. And I don't know if there's some mach- some special machine that goes or what i but i don't know if he gets i don't know what happens is does the light above his desk start flashing red when he approves <laughs> something i don't know what sort of environment that they're working in now but i mean literally your reason to tell me that you're not approving something is because you'll get dinged by it yeah yeah you know it's uh it sounds like just another day in the life for us of us having to go through this stuff and a lot of people need help a lot of people need help with this stuff, which is why we're doing this. It's like you said in the beginning, it's like, it's, 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 it's just so important to have a place, you know, and Cal does a good job at this too, but just so important to have a place where people could come together. People could come together to just sort of talk shop, share ideas. Hey, I've got this going on. What do you think? I've got that going on. What do you think? And it's just, it's, it's not easy. I, I, we still talk often about just simple claims that we have going through. We just bounce ideas off each other. And that's what this is all about. And there's a lot of value in that synergy, right? There's a lot of value in the synergy. And it's like, if you're not, if you don't have a guy, do you know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't have a guy, I've I've got a guy named Brent Hooper. He uh, owns Max Claim Solutions. He runs that with a guy named Alex Cuddleback, which I think is a former CCA student. Um, He was one that you worked with initially when you were trying to put all of this amazing thing together. 
And um, they run that out of Maryland. And they're both I mean, they're both just absolutely brilliant. But he was a guy that I got with. And we just constantly he'll call me up. He's like, hey, can I read something by you? And I'm like, sure. And he, he'll send me photos. I'll do the same with them. It's like, hey, will you read this engineering report and just see? And you got to have that guy. And so, I mean, if you. And, I, and that's what I love. That's what I love. I love that synergy or whatever. And a great place to meet that guy is right here at Com- a Commercial Claims Advocate. Mm-hmm. If you're wanting to meet a guy, come right here. In fact, Vince, I, you know, I was going to tell you this off camera, but why not? We'll do it on the show. I had a guy that called me. I was at a networking meeting. A guy calls me up and goes, I need to know if you guys called me. It was a commercial claims advocate call. He got my card at the meetup in Dallas, but he wanted to know it, their, their estimators wanting to become full public adjusters. And he asked me if we did any pre-licensing stuff. I said, I don't. And I don't really know most of the people like adjuster pros. Most of that is online. Most people do an online class. While I do recommend in-person classes because it's a lot of information, if you don't have any sort of situational awareness or, or, you know, kind of a basis of understanding on what's going on, it's sometimes in person where you can raise your hand and ask a question is pretty crucial. But that being said, he asked me, I said, basically what we do is, and you don't have to go take the test. And so, so everybody listening, please understand, you don't have to have a public adjuster's license to join our class. Please come on in. Um, if you're a contractor with no interest in being a public adjuster, that's okay. It is good to know the claims process. It is really, really good to know. But one of the things that differentiates us between us and the other really reputable, whether it's Matt Mulholland at NCI, whether it's Cal Spoon at Public Adjuster Boot Camp, all of these guys are good. But one of the things that we do is we do a two-day course, which I think is absolutely awesome. And then you can sign up a private coach that is going to help you kind of not only form your business model, not only help you with marketing, and then help you with claims and kind of be that guy until you can meet that guy, until you can find that guy for you. And so, and and literally, so the course and then the six sessions is typically less expensive than you would pay on the five-day courses somewhere else. So as a value, it's absolutely incredible. And it's customized, customized to your particular business and what you're wanting to go after. Maybe you don't want to go after roofs and all you can find is training on roofs. Maybe you just want to do interior water claims. Maybe your brother-in-law owns a owns a mitigation company and that's going to be your referral source. So tailoring it to what you do is crucial. You know, I'm glad you bring that up. We talked about that in our meeting at Elite Resolutions. Everybody should, not should, but everybody eventually has some kind of niche that they sort of like connect with, whether or something that they enjoy. You know, roof claims is never really my niche. Throughout my entire career, it was a lot of freaking water damage claims. That's what I did. I knew when to get the camera by the plumber. I knew when to get the repair done. I knew when to get the dry out company. I knew when to just set the whole thing up, present a claim package, just like ready to go water damage. And then the roofs would come around and I was just like, okay, I'll call the roofer or whatever. It wasn't the same, you know? So I always attack those water damage claims, but marketing is the same way. What kind of people do you connect with? Are you a former roofer? Then hell, you're going to go after these roofers. If you don't know shit about roofing, you might not want to market to roofers. You know, like for me, I love business. I love 
business. I love talking about it. Real estate investors and like commercial building owners, like big business people, man, I connect with those guys like crazy. And those are the people that I go after. My point is, is you find different niches. And like you said, we're trying to make sure that if you come to us, whether you come to the course or whether you come to do any of our private co uh, coaching and consulting, we're going to formulated in a way that suits you. And we're going to let you know, once you tell us your background and where you're from and what you're looking for and this and that, we're going to say, okay, based on our experience, because we know what works and what doesn't work, we're going to lead you in this direction and it's going to be amazing for you. Well, that's the idea, right? I mean, because we're all like, personally, I started my career once I had got some training because I alluded to the fact that I first worked a hurricane. But once I really got some training and kind of got my wheels under me, I actually worked um, Winter Storm Nemo up in uh, Massachusetts. Now, most of you may or may not know what that Never. is. Never heard of it. And so isn't that I, a fish? Isn't that a fish on it, TV? It is a fish on TV, but okay. evidently comes with a storm from time to time. Um, and, you know, that area is famous for their storms, right? I mean, they can get some gnarly storms up there. And I was working at it. It had dumped like I was actually snowboarding at the time when I saw the, the fact that the snow was on. I was in Colorado boarding a plane. And that's when I found out that I was being sent to Massachusetts. And so um, it was it was interesting. And I got there and it was literally a public adjuster. I met with a public adjuster on a claim that was walking me through and he taught me literally. He didn't teach me. It was the experience of that claim going. I've got to write all this stuff down. I got to start writing. And this is where I learned to scope and I learned to look at. And so I had a predisposition to interior water loss. And that's what I like. I like interior water loss. I like and, and I worked, you know, probably 150 interior water cl loss claims because they were all ice dams. But again, I didn't have a guy. I didn't have anybody I could talk to. So the first claim I went to on that storm, believe it or not, or second or third claim, I, I got up on the roof and started circling hail damage. <laughs> and it wasn't even the cause of loss, but that's what I knew to do. That's what I knew to do is I got there and I started inspecting and I didn't have all the information and all the knowledge. So it's not like I'm just I just happen to be good at this. No, it took work. It took education. It took asking a lot of questions. And so, so you know. And, and who did you have to go to? Nobody. I didn't nobody. have anybody to go to. There was nobody. To, I could go to conferences and we could sit down and they would show us this and we would see, you know, and I would get all of my CEs and you sit in the flood class, but you don't learn anything. You don't really learn the nuts and bolts of it all. And that's what I love about commercial claims advocate is we get into the nuts and the bolts and the carpet and the knob on the radio. I mean, we're going to talk about all of that stuff. And, and it's, and it's so refreshing. And when I got out of, when I personally got out of the commercial claims advocate course, I was like, I'm freaking Superman. <laughs> like, I can go do any of this now. And I yeah. did. Yeah. I tripled my income. Yeah. I tripled my income the first year that I, I, I did. And actually, I took the course in May and it was and I had done almost nothing in May. So I tripled my income from May to December, not from January to December. I tripled the income in, from May to December. So, I mean, that was. For those of you that want to see that testimonial, I don't know, it's over here, over here. We'll click on you know, somewhere. Um, God, you got me off track though. Cause that was I'm such sorry. an awesome, no, it's just so awesome when you talk <laughs> like that. Um, yeah. So what I wanted to get into is I'm going to drop some bombs. I don't mind. We're honest on this show. The, the, the biggest comment that I get 
when people talk to me about it, it's just like, you're honest. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to be honest. So definitely Jeremy offers private coaching. So for anybody who's interested in it, uh, you know, we like it when it's commercial claims advocate people, but frankly, it's really open to anybody who wants any kind of private coaching, private consulting, one-on-one time with Jeremy. But another thing that we have Jeremy uh, putting together, which I think I think people will get very excited about, is um, is a course as well. You know, we've got our commercial claims course, we've got our life of a claim, right? We just basically go through the life of a claim, A to Z, a lot of the ins and outs. Jeremy is alongside with me on that course, and it's really nice open discussion. We've got that course as well is also offered online where anyone click here or whatever link below in the description where you can go online and you could actually purchase a course and you could watch it at your own leisure. Well, because I surround myself with smart people, Jeremy is a smart guy and knows even more than I do. He's going to say no, no, no. Yeah. He always does this, but that's okay. The man knows he knows a lot about claims and we're trying to put together that Jeremy's going to be instructing and I'm going to assist him as well with it. A sort of like level two, right? Like a level, a little bit more like a level up on the insurance claims business yeah. and everything that goes on with the with the ins and outs of the claims and really just dive a little bit deeper. You Would you like? I, I know I, I totally did not warn you about that, but you want to just get into it a little bit real yeah, quick? So what you what, want, what gonna, your plans are? Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> There's a couple I've got a couple I'm I'm knocking around a couple of different ideas here and 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 the ideas and how it comes together is really not as immaterial as it is the information that we're going to be covering. Number one is is I, I want to make sure that everybody understands. And you'll hear me say this a lot. If you've heard me on other podcasts, you hear me talk with other other people across the country. One of the things that I'm you're, you'll hear me say is that insurance is not a service. It's a product. And so what we have to do is people provide the service, whether it's the insurance carriers claim service, the product is you've got people interpreting it. So the one thing that we're going to talk about is claim interpretation. We're going to look, we're going to dig into claim interpretation and how that works, because a lot of the objections that you get from carriers is misinterpreted policy. Um, the other thing that we'll get into is negotiation, how we get into that art of persuasion that Steve Patrick talks about. I'm going to give you my tips and tricks, and we're going to kind of walk through. We'll even probably, I would like to do some role playing with it if we can get it. I mean, if you let me talk too long, this course will be a month long and you won't get a lunch break. And so, uh, you know, it's like we get into we get into some of the we get into the negotiations. That's another thing that we get into. Um, we're also going to be talking about, we'll get into some estimatics and some strategies and estimatics and how you leverage exactimate or simbility um, to, your, to your benefit. Um, there's just, I mean, we get into all sorts of different, different things that now that you know the process, let's talk about the minutia of a claim and how we work that. We get into heavily into claim strategy. And so, look, the three top reasons people file insurance claims in the United States is wind, fire, and water. That's the reason that they file a claim, okay? That is like 80% of the claims that are filed in the United States is over wind, fire, and water. So guess what we're going to dig into? You guessed it, the million-dollar the million dollar prize, um, wind, fire, and water. That's what we're going to talk about. We're going to get into that. I'm going to be using some three-dimensional 
some three-dimensional scans through Matterport that put you in the middle of the loss so close you could almost roast marshmallows. I'm not going to kid you. So, I mean, it's going to be good. It's going to be intensive. We're writing the curriculum right now. Vince is going to be a huge part of it. Um, we're going to keep with the uh, theme of Commercial Claims Advocate. You're not just going to hear from me. You're not just going to hear from Vince, but you're going to hear from the experts that we work with Every day on these claims, whether it's attorneys, whether it's mitigation people, whether it's persuasion people, I would love to get Steve Patrick in on this if he would do it. I think he would. I've I've discussed it with him a little bit. Um, I know that he's in there. So, look, Vince and I are working very hard on making sure that you get the value that you deserve for these courses. Again, we're going to record them and it's going to be produced well. You're going to be able to buy them online. Um, you know, I'm looking, I'm, I'm so looking forward to what we're going to do. I am currently working on that curriculum. That's what I spend Saturday mornings. Every morning, Vince, I do a power hour from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. And I'm, and I'm digging into that. I'm digging into the research on that, uh, on that, on that course. And I'm writing that stuff down. So I'm looking forward to it. Jeremy, that's supposed to be a two day course. Are you going to be able to do that? I'm going to try. I'm going to try. <laughs> or we'll do. I mean, I, you know, we could. We no, could we're to, we, we've tossed around a three day idea. So, yeah, we've you tossed know, around a we've tossed around in person idea, too. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Right. right. So I, I definitely dropped that bomb with still we still have. We're just full disclosure. Take you guys behind the scenes. Jeremy's still putting together. He's still putting it together. So it's not we don't have anything finalized yet. I'm just like, yeah, you know what? Eh, Fuck it. Let's just let people know. But it's just sort of (laughs) what we're looking for, you know. So, um, yeah, man, Jeremy, you know, I you know, I I know I've thanked you a million times, but seriously, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for for just your 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 confidence and and everything that we're doing. Like, I really I really do appreciate it because you know I'm just. I'm always just just flying off the seat of my pants. You know, I'm just like, yeah, let's try this. Let's try that like that. And you've always just been like, yeah, dude, what you're doing. Let's go. Let's go. Whatever you need. I'm there. Let's go. Let's rock the house. And it's just like, you know, I'm greatly appreciative of that. So I'm really excited to have you on that, man. I am. I'm so looking forward to it. And I just want to tell the guys out there that are listening to this. If you're not a student of CCA, if you're not, if you're not a student of the public adjuster boot camp, you don't know if you have the ability to invest in something like that. First of all, figure out a way to invest in it. That's the one thing I would tell you. The second thing I would tell you is don't sit there with your face in your hands wondering what to do next. Ask for help. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. just ask for help. And and you can and I'm going to go ahead and tell 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 everybody that my contact information is down in the comments or whatever. So click on that. Reach out to me on social media. Reach out to me um, via email, however you want to do it. Um, if you call me, um, and I don't pick up, don't be, don't be offended, leave a message. So I know to call you back and I will call you back. I'll get back to you. Um, don't sit there with your face in your hands, not knowing what to do next. Don't go give somebody the wrong answer to a very important question. Get, get the help, get the help. Cause well, that's why we're here. That's the whole reason we're here. Uh, two things before we close it off. First of all, if you contact me, do not leave me a message. I don't check my voicemails anymore. These days, send me a text message. Number two is I wanted to just close out real quick is the reason why I started this. I don't want this to don't Jeremy, don't don't piggyback on this. This one. I just wanted to leave one last comment was the reason why I started this was just everything that we've been talking about is I had no one to go to. And I just remember when you said that it's exactly the reason why I started this thing was let me be at help of for public adjusters 
who aren't working for the proper public adjusting firm, which no offense to public adjusting firms, because I understand how difficult it is that have the proper training. Like it's just, it's, it's very difficult. And that's what we are here for. We're almost like, I look at it as, you know, I've talked to a lot of firms, Jeremy, and, and uh, we've had firms bring in two, three, four of their adjusters onto the course, because I look at this as like, we could, we help firms as well. Like, Hey, Absolutely. we almost, we're helping you with your training. You know, like I understand how difficult it is. The first firm I worked for zero training. The second firm I worked for no training, but at least I had somebody that I can call all the time, pretty much 24 seven to ask questions. And I f- feel like that's what this is to me. That's what I started this for was training for your firm to help or training for the guys that you don't have time to train. And then just being that shoulder to cry on, right? When you, right. when you don't have anybody to talk to. So thank you again, Jeremy, honestly, I'm pretty excited. I know you're excited and uh, yeah, the sky's the limit with this thing, man. So I hope you're ready. I am. I hope you're ready. <laughs> I am. I was born ready, baby. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, thanks for coming on. Guys, Jeremy's contact information is below. Reach out to him if you have any questions at all. We've got our website is below as well. Uh, whatever else we talked about, I'm sure it's going to be in there as well. Uh, definitely a link to our website and a link to all of our, uh, to our course that we currently have a link to this bad boy right here for the book that with a PA handbook that really breaks down the whole life of the claim and everything and sort of the ins and outs. And um, our next course is, I don't know when, but doesn't matter. Every three months or so, we do have a live zoom course and uh, our meetups, right? our meetups. We have our meetups all over the country now is what we're trying to do. We're going to try to have a little bit some more meetups in Texas that Jeremy will be hosting as well. So we got all, I mean, it's just so many things, but it's so much fun. So yeah, much it fun. is. I think our next course is the 16th and 17th of August. August 16th and 17th. Look at you. I think that's our next course. Yeah. So uh-huh. uh, we hold 20 people. So, and it's filling Max. up. Max, because any more than 20, like it gets a little, it gets watered down a little bit, I think. Uh, yeah, you know? we can't give you the attention that you need. And we do. And I'm, and again, just kind of, it is more of a roundtable. There is an instructor, yes. there is a facilitator, but it's really more of a roundtable. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, and, and I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait to get with you guys. All right, Jeremy. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, man. Later. See ya.